0: Five, four, three, two, one, go. Welcome to the China Jedi podcast. Shining humor, love, and light on Chinese life. For those living, working, or traveling in China, or interested in learning about Chinese culture, expat life, and foreigners' perceptions. May the smile be with you. May eyes are clear. Clear down a mist in the cloudy morning. China Jedi legal disclaimer. Please listen carefully. What you hear on this pod may or not be the truth, may or not be funny, rude, or damn right stupid. If statements are made by certain individuals from the human race that go against your preconceptions, conceptions, postconceptions, and selections, faith, tastes, or personal philosophies, please take it with a light-hearted sigh and slight shrug of the shoulder. Hold your head up high, knowing that you are a better person than they are, and that one day the force will strike down on them with great vengeance of furious laughter and unconditional, frivolous forgiveness. ting ba you got all the things that I've been saying, you've been listening to their Hello listeners and welcome to the China Jedi podcast, episode numero six. We're recording live, as bloody always, from Huafa 68, sitting above the beautiful Pagoda Lake. On a Sunday morning, yes listeners, it's really true, situated in the heart of beautiful Juai City, Mainland PRC China, nestled between Macau and Hong Kong Fui. I'm your host, <laughs> Chris J. Bradshaw, and my co host today is Obi Wan. Anthony Benton. Obi Wan Acker Antonobi. And we have another special guest, listeners, none other than. Jimmy Tang. Jimmy Tang. Now, as you could probably imagine, for a surname like that, Jimmy Tang works apparently for the BBC. And likes to call himself a banana. Can you explain that, please? Well, uh, well good morning, everyone. Um, <laughs> yeah, banana. It's uh, it's a term
1: um, that's used uh, in uh, Hong Kong, Macau, uh, just to um, explain your yellow on the outside, white on the inside. Because I was born in England, so uh, you know, being raised and born and educated in England, then my mindset's totally um, yeah English. Yeah. But uh, when you look at
0: me on the outside, I'm very Chinese, Asian. Yeah, that, that's very true. So Jimmy, um, otherwise known as Mr. Tang, but we'll call him Jimmy, is uh, as mm. British as we are, Anthony. Um, Indeed. So but... where, where are your family from originally then?
1: Originally from Hong Kong. Okay. Yeah, Hong Kong in the uh, new territories, more closer to the uh, the Chinese border side. You know, where uh, Lowell, uh, Shenzhen, that side.
2: So, what, what generation are you? Second, third? I don't know third fourth oh wow oh, okay yeah, So i think um, great yeah, grandparents. between
1: third and fourth uh, because in america you've got fifth or sixth generation because the chinese community has been there like for over 100 years
0: mm-hmm. so i haven't really counted really i'll yeah, third or fourth generation so, uh, my our researchers anthony said that jimmy you work for the bbc or you're from the bbc can you know, explain that bbc yeah bbc is just a term uh, you know british born chinese
2: <laughs> right. So, uh, oh, you're, <laughs> like, oh, you're a BBC. Like ABC.
1: You're a BBC. Oh, uh, I'm mean, at uh, ABC yesterday. American-born Chinese or uh, KBC, but KBC like Korean. Korean French, born Chinese. Or, yeah, but normally uh, it's the two uh, ABC. Oh, you're at ABC. Are you or a BBC? So hey, it's, it's like a stereotyping.
0: NBC, the American channel. Do you reckon that's yeah. Nigerian-born Chinese? <laughs> 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 Never know. It could be infiltrating the hmm. Anyway, um, okay, so we got that clear, thank you. So you don't work for the BBC, so there's nothing to do with the British Broadcasting Corporation. Now, before we start um, today, listeners, and um, Anthony and Jimmy, I have to mention um, a quick little something. We had a bit of a, a comment um, from one of our uh, listeners. Apparently it was a complaint, our researchers said. Yeah, from a new listener, and it was a, regarding... Um, you heard about this, Jimmy, as well. The accent on an op- on the opening intro track before you actually listen to the pod. That intro track comes in. You had a complaint about the intro cat. Apparently, um, word for word was apparently it was taking the piss. <laughs> yeah, the you, vo- give yeah. It away, taking Was it the an, piss? an American right. that complained? By any chance? Uh, d- uh, uh, Jimmy, give me some sources on this. You're, you're, well, you can tell. Well, take, taking a piss, <laughs>
1: right? You really- the, the word gives it away, right? Either from England or America. Oh, uh, that's true. Uh, if it yeah, was worth take, the word to word, like, it could so, well be uh, a British well, The
0: demographic basically. was
1: a BBC representative, right? Yep. It was uh, a BBC that uh, got a bit sensitive or maybe fought too much or whatever. Yeah. And, and uh, from the, the accent, right? So I was taking a piss. Yeah. So this- it's almost like. Like me doing an American accent, so does that mean I'm taking a piss out of Americans or an, an Indian
2: person? But it even? could be a tribute, right? Maybe yeah, Chris is a great fan of America. He has been there recently on a on a long uh, road trip voyage. all around America, and he loved it over there. Yeah, so I, I don't think Chris is uh, negative towards just, America
1: in any way at all. It's just someone being politically what's it called politically sensitive, or quite possibly.
0: Yeah, but that's, that's that's the whole point, isn't For it? For me, it's know? like get a life. This, well, yeah, 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 absolutely. Us
2: British—that's what we live for. Our weather sucks. Our yep. Politics sucks. Yep. Um,
0: so we take the piss. We've got a tiny little island.
2: You know, we've got to laugh at ourselves. Yep. And the British are great. At, yeah. You know, at taking well, the Mickey out of each other, aren't that's we? That's how we so. show our love and
1: affection exactly. for each other. Funny, so. funny speaking, but um, see, I've worked in America for two years. And if I did that in America and like put on a Spanish accent or a Hispanic or Colombian accent to one of my co-workers or something, then I will get pulled into HR regardless of uh, who I am. Because that's uh, perceived as uh, discriminatory. See, <clears> I'm all <throat> up right? for not but, offending. But that's in the
2: workplace, right? So that's, you know. Right? Okay, that's a little more sensitive and you have to be more professional, of course. But of course you shouldn't offend people. Yeah. But I think this political correctness is getting a little bit... A- Over-sensitively. Would anal be a
0: politically correct term? Plus, well,
2: PC, it just means being, you know... Don't you start talking about police no, officers. <laughs> no, 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 listen, let, let's
0: quell this, because I'm, I'm being shot at in my ear here. Yes, we are going to move on. Um, I just want to say what I've been told to say, but I will actually agree with what I'm about to say, which I've been told to say, is that... the. Actually, the voice that we're talking about here was the Chinese voice. Yes. Um, That this person, it was a man, we're not going to say names, uh, took offence to. um, Because he works in the BBC, or from the BBC. But what I wanted to say was, actually, that voice was recorded by one of our Chinese colleagues. So, that puts a different spin on it, doesn't it? Mm, yes. So, uh, I think if you can take the piss out of yourself and enjoy it, I think that's the way forward. Eh? Let's not take life too seriously. I mean, we're in a globe spinning yeah, around in space
2: as well. I don't think it was meant to take the piss yeah, either, was it? Just a so bit a, of, it was just all a bit meant of fun, in a bit of a lightheartedness. And yes. I thought he was a very um, good
0: accent, yeah. and he spoke the English very well. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Anyway, um, please, listeners, know that any show calling themselves China Jedi should certainly be taken with a rather large pinch of salt. Um, and of course, if you don't like it then don't listen. That's the beauty of podcasts, isn't it? And yeah. and
2: we don't mean any offence, right? At- this is all just for fun. you right. We and Anthony, yes.
0: if this man, you know, if he's written in, he probably does hate us. Um, but all we'd like to say is, if you're listening, we love you. We love all of you. Yeah. Yep. OK. Perhaps we could even get him on as a special guest sometime. That's always good, right? Absolutely. It's a good idea. We like misery guts. Um, <laughs> before we move on... <laughs> Uh, Jimmy, quickly explain what, what what kind of business are you in um, here? If you are, or you know, no, house husband, uh, or <laughs> my
1: at the moment, I'm in between jobs at the moment, but uh, my background is uh, hotels and um, yeah. I work in a hotel food and beverage, so that's one of the specialist key departments within a hotel. Sure, so I specialize in all aspects of food and beverage from different restaurants to kitchens to room service. And uh, there's a big service element to it mm. because that's because food and beverage carries uh, whether a hotel gets a four star, three star, five star rating because it's so many touch points um, when the customer enters a hotel. I mean, when they enter a hotel, first thing they do is check in, but then the rest is like either order a club sandwich from room service or go for a coffee, or if they're attending a, a banquet function like a wedding. Yeah. So food and beverage touches uh, most aspects of the customer experience. So yeah,
0: for sure.
2: I run a big area. And you're no, married totally. and have a
0: child here as well. Right? Yes. that's a very, very delicate question. There is it now. Well, I was just. Is there that, something wrong with yes, being married? Yes, well. <laughs> moving on from uh, hotels. <laughs> have i marriage? destroyed your image of being
2: no, single and no. available. No, no, to the masses. <laughs> Sorry, Jim. I have a beautiful wife,
1: you know. That's a uh, good mother to my son. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And um, how old good- is your son? Four. Yeah,
2: little, little boy. Four, yeah. Is he at kindergarten or school yet? Yeah? yeah,
1: he's at kindergarten. Did
0: you say good- kindergarten or preschool? What do you call it? Yeah. King yeah, he's, he's in Wazak, my yep. boy uh, in the class. Did you say good lover to your son or good... Good mother. Oh, good mother. Yeah, good wife, yes, son, and a good mother to, to my son, yeah. Yeah, um, so Jimmy's worked in uh, some hotels, big hotels around the world. Yeah. Uh, like, the, what was the one in Beijing? You were, Beijing, what, yeah, was it? it was a Mandarin Oriental, yeah, part of the Mandarin
1: Oriental group. And then, uh, unfortunately, it caught fire and there was a big hoo-ha.
0: Was uh, that in the F&B division that it caught fire? It's right next to the CCTV building
1: that... Um, that wonderful piece of architecture that Oh yeah. some the... people call it looks like some legs or um some kind of fancy architecture. Did and they catch the fire on camera? The, uh, yeah, it was a huge fire. Yeah, before it, it got burned. It was. Um, well, it's, a CCTV it, this was pre-opening. Guessing, this was pre-opening time. Pre-opening and uh, the uh, construction just caught fire, so the whole project just got cancelled. Oh dear! So it was a big, uh, big thing. But anyway,
0: then Jimmy came down to do some. Spy security work, wasn't it, in Macau for the casinos? Macau is more uh, hush hush. Quality we? as they say. Yes. And then, of course, and then there's some new projects going on at the moment. I hope um, things happen yep. um, in the Galaxy Casino, but we can talk more about that. Yeah, another time. Yep. yep, definitely. So, ready for Sunday morning question of the week? Sunday morning. And so the Monday, Monday morning. We carry on like we are, we're going to be on Monday morning. Monday morning, wow. It's it's the Sunday morning question of the week. And here it is. Here's the Sunday morning question of the week. Have you ever stolen anything? Have you ever stolen anything such as money, candy, hearts, time? Be creative if you want. And see, why are you looking at me with red, siffish eyes? (laughs) Um, We should have a webcam up here, shouldn't we? Uh, No. uh, (laughs) with what you're wearing today. Anyway, um, yeah. yeah, have you actually stolen anything? Now come on. Everyone must have stolen something. It doesn't have to be completely physical here. Uh, me, I'm go.
2: I've stolen a few hearts in my time.
0: Oh my gosh. Yeah, okay. Going down, we Well I tell you what, if you're not gonna come out of anything, uh, the first bit that comes to me is when I was a poor student um, in Liverpool, and I really hope the Walmart Corporation aren't listening to this. I couldn't believe how expensive avocados were. Now, I like a good avocado. Anyway, I got home, and would you believe two avocados from Israel were in my pocket? Wow. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. No idea how they got there. In, Liber- a- in Liverpool. Uh, in Liverpool. Avocados, oh, very posh. Uh, hey, It's
2: the least amount of problems they got
0: worried about, avocados Liverpool. going missing.
2: Avocado in Liverpool,
1: very
0: posh. Hey, mate. Nice. Yeah. So okay, um, I,
2: I'm gonna I'm gonna release a bit of guilt here and see on. if see if I can uh, release it. Redeem myself with an old friend. I used to live with a friend in an apartment, and um, I used to steal his food out of the fridge. <laughs> Did you put it back? And replace it? Sometimes, not always. <laughs> That's fair. A enough. Scottish guy called Stevie. I'm sorry, mate. Jesus. I'm really sorry for what I stole from you. That's the <laughs> <It> Doesn't
0: surprise <laughs> me one bit.
1: Speaking about that, I, when I was in London, I lived in London for three to four years, and uh, I lived in a shed house. Brilliant shed house, you know. was sort all of like you know, like friends, right? Yeah. And uh, I used to uh, steal a bottle, steal a bottle of wine out of this guy's. You know, we had a shared fridge, and uh, oh, nice, nice bottle of Chardonnay. Yeah, come on, yeah, let's have a bottle of Chardonnay. Whose wine was it? And uh, it's one of the. Uh,
2: the other tenants yeah <laughs> I can't remember no, I think he was from Wales he's Welsh or something oh he's Welsh some, it some guy
1: from he, Swansea he, I'm guys. joking taking wine off of a person from Wales and, and he was a graduate management trainee for Aldi or something yeah this discount uh, supermarket that's doing really well Aldi a German company oh okay. so so he, he didn't work in the wine business but he had enough money to buy some wine he used to keep yeah. a bottle of Chardonnay in there you know try and have it on a Sunday. They probably but, got them out but, the Aldi. But we, we used to drink anyway. it. We used to drink it on Wednesday, Thursday, and yeah, everyone used to go, "Oh God, Jimmy, you've been at my wine again," or some. Or we had a Swedish girl, you know. Just, did she you blame should, it on her? she be like, "Did you, did you uh, have some of my butter?" Like, oh. I <laughs> you know, it's only your butter for a slice of bread, you know. Like. So yeah. I don't know if you're quite at stealing, you
0: know, but uh, yeah interesting do you remember that in students you go into student houses and they've got labels on drawers that's my drawer and that's my drawer well you get yeah, quite protective really, actually, of your yes. food
2: and yeah. it's a very primal thing isn't it for in me food, i'm okay you,
0: you can't have your own fridge though can you let's be honest yeah, that's a problem you have to the in a dorm? so cheap to buy a fridge now you know on about if they lived here as students they'd all have fridges to themselves <laughs> wouldn't they yeah, um yes, sir. Anyway, let's uh, let's keep cool and uh, thank you for that. So you haven't stolen too many bad things, which is great. Um, Let's move on, Jimmy. It's guess who time. We've got to remember. So back with the guess who, Um, I give you some clues about a famous Chinese person, and you have to come up with the answer. Last week, uh, I was defeated. Last week, yeah, we got it last week. Hmm. Last week, yeah, last week it was... It was... Uh, Jack. Jack Ma. Oh, Jack Ma. Oh, yeah, and Anthony is now... He wrote a letter to him, didn't he, for the 100th episode. We're going to get Jackie Boy. Yeah, on. hopefully. Yeah. yeah, that's the... It's got a busy schedule, but... Your, your it seems to be Chinese writing skills along with your language skills, are just quite Jedi-ish. Well, but his English is pretty good too, so <laughs>
2: yes. he likes speaking in English. Send
0: him a bilingual one with a nice stamp on it, licked and consumed. I'm expecting good
2: things from you today, Jimmy. Yes, yes. Um, Oh, pressure. Mr. BBC. He's got got the genes. If you don't get this, you're going to let your Chinese family down. I should have
0: researched before I came on then, you know. Okay, here you go. There's no research you can do, Jimmy. This (laughs) is all down to general knowledge. Yep. Okay, this person is a Chinese politician. Who was the paramount leader of China for a period of 10 years. Born 21st of December, 1942. One day after me. Obviously not in 1942, (laughs) but... Um what say? Uh, he's seventy-four years old now. Um he was born in a place called Taijo in China. He's a Sagittarius horse. Yeah, it's very close to being a Capricorn actually, he's on the 20th of December, so he might be really on the cusp. Yeah. So interesting. Um what was I gonna say? He's one point seven three meters tall. Yeah, that's a giveaway to our listeners. <laughs> <coughs> Yes. And previous offices. He's the chairman of the Central Military Commission of the People's Republic of China. His was a previous office. I'm not going to tell you when because that could be a really big um, giveaway. Ready for some personal life and legacy here. Yeah? He was born into a poor and underprivileged family in Taijo, Jiangsu, like I said. His mother died when he was seven and he was raised by his aunt. His father, who owned a tea business, was denounced during the Cultural Revolution, an incident that left a deep embedded effect on him. Yeah. Academically, he was extremely proficient in both regular studies and extracurricular... Hey, extracurricular activities. We like those. In China, He's a nice, rounded individual. Very, very ambitious. After attaining his early education, he enrolled at the Tsinghua University to study ooh, hydraulic engineering. I think you want more, don't you? While at the university, he became chairman of the student union and joined the Communist Party of China. He graduated from university in 1965, tying the nuptial knot with... Now, our Chinese listeners are going to know this straight away when I say this. Yes. His wife was called Liu Yongqing. Liu Yongqing. The couple has been blessed with two children. Popularly adjudged by the media as the second most powerful person in the world, he took the reins of the country at the time when China was facing immense internal social, political and environmental problems, there was a wide economic gap amongst the people of the country that caused dissatisfaction and anger in the minds of the citizen. Jimmy's falling asleep, everybody. Furthermore, <laughs> furthermore, the level of corruption was remarkably high. Anthony's scribbling down things on notes. Can you bring your own pencils? Um, remarkably high. I've completely lost where we were I now. I stole these pencils from my home last time oh. I'm Grabbing them back again. I'd never take any of your pencils, I've got any lead in it. <coughs> Furthermore, the level of corruption was remarkably high and spread to all the sectors, including civil, military, educational, judicial, and medical systems. With his willpower and futuristic vision, this person worked relentlessly, introducing newer reforms and greater control to transform the country to being a major world power. He brought forth consistent economic growth and development and sought to bridge the socio economic gap and bring about equality. For the same, he launched several programmes, including the Eight Honours and Eight Shames Movement, which aimed to promote a selfless and moral outlook in people. Anything with an eight, listeners, of course, is lucky in China. Yep, symbolic of infinity. Come on then, gentlemen. Are we near? If you do, no, No, do not say anything. Are you sure? Well, Well, that's that's
2: maybe in the Western world, symbolic of infinity, because that's our figure eight, isn't it? Eight is written differently
0: in China. Eight is lucky, I thought, because it sounds like being rich or wealth. Yes, but the actual f- um, the shape of the number eight. Uh, I was meaning. Oh no, I know, but that's ours, isn't it?
2: That's not Chinese. Chinese don't write eight like that. Do I, I never
0: knew I owned the number eight. Okay, Western. Lily? Can you own numbers? Hmm. No, that's another one for a, <laughs> another podcast. Um, thank you, Anthony. Uh, yes, any, well, any clues so far? Zero, so, don't they? <laughs> uh, when, at the beginning, when you said paramount, yeah.
1: Now, correct me if I am wrong. There was only one paramount leader. You are wrong. Sure. <laughs> when, you, when you said Paramount then I immediately thought of one guy and then as you went okay. down the list and thai, from where? Taizhou thai, Taizhou or... Taizhou Jiangxi province and
2: yeah you think you got it? i
0: tell you what I do here's what I do no. <laughs> here's what I do at the end I'll give you another special extra clue and then if you don't get it I'm afraid I win uh. okay Um, (laughs) Oh, some of his famous quotes. Now, the problem with this is, our researchers told us, this guy's quite boring. So all of his quotes were pretty darn pragmatic. Here we go. Get inspired by this. The political restructuring we pursue in China is aimed at advancing the self-improvement and development of the socialist political system. We will continue to expand people's democracy and build a socialist country under the rule of law in keeping with China's national conditions. That was one of his famous quotes. His other famous quote was building a good, stable and productive China-US relationship is in our mutual interest of our two countries and our two peoples and also contributes to peace and development. Yeah, good stuff. That's right. motivating. Yeah, really oh. inspirational. Um, in fact, so inspirational. I feel enlightened. <laughs> you already are. <laughs> it's time to move on to Dway Ba Because this is just the way it's going to be. Dway but dwey then. Correct? Not correct? Dwayne Dway. Hey, Anthony, still to not get one right. Anthony, I'm feeling like this really? is really, Why not this is any your, right? Yeah, this is your day. 50 50 chance. I give you an interesting fact, and you've got to tell me if it's true or false. Okay. He needs help. <laughs> okay, so our Dwayne Dway fact of the week is get this. The first known contraceptive was crocodile dung <coughs> used. Used by the Egyptians in two thousand BC. I say it again, the first known contraceptive was crocodile dung used by Egyptians in two thousand BC. I, I, Disgust. I should imagine crocodile that's dung. that's amazing contraceptive. You know, if if Deeper, you? I imagine like if, if I rubbed <laughs>
2: crocodile dung all over my bits and no no woman would go anywhere near me. I'm so, not getting anyone pregnant. What's that a
0: female And like, vice
2: versa, was you that, know? Uh, is that a female, yeah. a female
0: contraceptive or male? Now I knew, I knew some clever person <laughs> would ask that. Well, let's discuss both.
2: Well, if it's female and there's crocodile dung up there, I'm not getting <laughs> that exactly. written, that's for sure. Okay,
0: well,
2: it could be lubricating. It might well be, but not for me. Oh, for you. <laughs> What a question. Crocodile, don't you? What a question. Do you come up with this stuff? I, I tell you, I, we you need to have a word with. it. I think all. we need to fire yeah, our
0: researchers. Yeah, I think we do. <laughs> yeah, your research department, right? I've just put my finger up, by the way, to um, <laughs> <laughs> through the screen. Up your um, nose. Yes, up okay. my nose, yes, to the listeners. Um, okay. Up my nose, not a finger up to the listeners. All the researcher. Um So, uh, what do you think about this then, uh, gentlemen? Um, is it true, the Egyptians? Because they were a clever race, weren't they? They used oils, as we found out. If they use oils, why would they need crocodile
2: dung? Well, uh, let's think about it scientifically. There could quite <laughs> well be some quite nasty bacteria in crocodile dung, couldn't they? I mean, they eat meat, yeah. right? And they let it really... Because oh. crocodiles, when they catch their prey, yeah. they twist and turn and wrap it up. And then they actually, because they can't chew, they store their food at the bottom of rivers and stuff. God knows what's Until in it their literally room. goes rotten.
0: God knows what's in their digestive system. Exactly. And if yeah. it's a swamp... <clears throat> Did they know about bacteria then, then? I mean, i just... You know, well, it's
2: a swamp. I'm not sure they necessarily look at it scientifically. They just realise that... Okay. Stick it up somewhere. <laughs> it yep. generally destroys other things. They live
0: in swampy conditions.
2: I should imagine there's some pretty you know, nasty so, bacteria yep. in
0: Crocodile dung. If dunk. we had a TCM doctor on here, I wonder if they use Crocodile dung for anything. That would be interesting. What if they say, oh, we use it for contraception? Scaring away the wolves. Then there's a link. Wolves in Egypt? Anyway, sit on the uh, fence. Sit in China. Sit Excuse on me. the wall of China. Now, and give me your answer, please. Jump either way. Come on, Lord. It True just... or false? I. I... Uh, how do,
2: have you got any information on how it was used? I will say. Uh, yeah. No. Okay. Okay. My. How many more
0: please? My there? take on this. Yeah. What they Okay. Well, I tell you what, you can't... Are oh, we right. allowed
2: to go teamwork? Because I want to get one right. So <laughs> if he says boudway, which is false, and I say true, you know then if, one of us has to get it right, no, don't I'm, we, I'm so. told, then we? Then, then got, he loses, It's right? got to be
0: a consolidated one answer by oh, the guests. What I disagree with you, I, Jimmy.
2: Okay. Because okay, so he wants to go true. <laughs> no, I, I really don't. It just sounds revolting you can't get this you
0: can't get this one wrong I mean I'm I'm helping you out here
2: I'm gonna go with false because that just sounds disgusting well I know
0: there's dung in coffee beans you know yeah uh, that's true in vietnam no. they eat the, the Co- dung beans Co- so that's uh, the yeah creature yeah, eats the, cups, the yeah, bean and then it comes out so, and yep, gives so, it uh, extra flavor <laughs> yeah it's not used for any sexual purposes is it no. mm. anyway um okay listeners well i hope you've got one of these um uh, you're going for one of them let's see the first known contraceptive was crocodile dung used by the egyptians in 2000 bc our esteemed guest Jimmy and anthony said false it is actually true! Oh my, <laughs> God. Oh my goodness <laughs> sake. <laughs> and if you want to look that up, which I think you need yeah. to, then look it up. That is just um, wrong. There you go. I You've can't even make...
2: imagine how that was used. So uh, may,
0: may
1: I ask
2: you, your source
0: is very
1: reliable?
2: Was it an oral contraception? <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's time. <laughs> it's,
0: it's a reliable source. It's, <laughs> it's time to move on <laughs> okay. to China Jedi topic time. Ting badong, dong, you got to taro. Right. China Jedi, topic time, then, when we discuss an interesting topic, question about China sent in from one of our listeners. I'm sorry,
2: I'm still recovering from throwing up in this bucket.
0: Well, I didn't think my. Crocodile my, dung contraception. I didn't think my alkalizer that I made you to drink today was that bad, was it? I didn't anything? put crocodile dung in it, did you? <laughs> well, <laughs> you Smells you like it. Maybe that is what's causing you to not have any lead in your pencil. Um, anyway, uh, right, this is interesting, this one. We're going to discuss it. I think this goes very well um, with uh, where you're from as well, Jimmy. Um, so this uh, this question was sent in by a, um, a Chinese person called Optimus Prime. They do like their adventure. <laughs> Optimus Prime. Wow. Oh. Yeah. The leader of the... Is that the leader of the Autobots? Uh, Autobots. Autobots. Yes. Transformers. So um, good on you, Mr. Prime. And uh, his question is, um, it was rather interesting, in China... Why do foreigners get away with things that Chinese don't? In China, why do foreigners get away with things that Chinese well, don't. the first point that
2: springs to mind right now is this guy calls himself Optimus Prime, now a foreigner could not get away with that. So maybe it should be the other way around. What can Chinese get away with
0: that foreigners get away Anthony, I like that, and no, I think mean, we should discuss yeah. that. Yeah. for next week, Do you know, hang on, he hasn't finished his question yet, right? He goes, in China, why do foreigners get away with things that Chinese don't? And by the way, Mr Prime is from Ningbo, I'm being told. Ningbo, <laughs> um, okay. Ningbo. Ning- Ning- no? Ning- Ningbo. 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 <laughs> Zhejiang Province. Yes, yeah. It's it's the geography. Of course, it's not Weibo, it's Weibo, of course. Yeah, okay, thanks for that, guys. Now, he puts this In China, why do foreigners get away with things that Chinese don't? Brackets, (laughs) such as being rude to police officers (laughs) or shoplifting. Really, yeah. shoplifting things, like Anthony? How did that <laughs> happen? Shoplifting against no, 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 no. To <laughs> be fair to the listeners, <laughs> Mister Optimus Prime has no. Um, he's never met. I don't think you before has he at all. This I is coming from the so. internet. Um, so let's take let break this down, um, Jimmy. Yep. You're a banana. You give us your um, your thoughts on, on on this. I mean, you know, you're in China. You're British, but you look Chinese. How does that work for you? Yeah, that's well, my thoughts
1: is because. Okay, let's not talk about the major cities Shenzhen, Beijing, Shanghai, but in, okay. in most cities, a foreigner or a, a white face mm-hmm. is unique. So that's why it's, they get, I think, get away with anything. A <laughs> no, white face can get away with anything, and Ooh, yeah, a, lot of pe- a lot of people use that to their advantage.
0: Like what, Jimmy? Give us an example. because so, so, shoplifting and being rude. To so police officers. That's a, for, a
1: strange
2: example. I don't. For example, really know
1: when i never been rude to when police um, officers. When I can go, when I go into a residential compound, oh, this is brilliant. At the front entrance of the gate, I walk in, and pe- people see me Chinese face, so they think I'm a local. And then I we'll say, "Where's your pass? Where's your ID?" I said, "I don't have an ID, but I'm looking for I'm looking for a friend who lives here." And I we'll said, "Oh, uh, the policy is you need your passport or your ID number." You speak Chinese to them, I'm
0: guessing. Yes. Right, it doesn't okay. matter. who speaks. but this happened occasionally, didn't you? When yeah. you come around, to, when yeah. we, you come around to my place, yeah. Jimmy would always to have what to I phone up, and I'd have to speak to the guards.
2: So they don't let you in. Yep. No. But no. you've seen, but.
0: The, they,
2: foreigners basic,
1: do basic for me is cool they're, yeah, they're just they're yeah, just they're just using reiterating their, they're using their authority you know uh, and they do that with most to their own people to chinese but when if i was a, a white person walking in oh come on i don't have my id you know what what do you want passport for blah 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 right if a uh, white guy okay 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 come in because I think it's a language barrier because they don't know how to confront
0: yes, a, yeah.
1: a person. Okay, so we can't be bothered to explain whatever. Okay, come in, come in, come in. It's almost like a bouncer on a nightclub. or
0: Half know, of least resistance. You brought
2: you brought up a key word
0: there, okay,
1: Jimmy, come, was the
2: confrontation. And this is one thing yeah. that is very different in China. Because it's
1: a language barrier,
2: yeah. Well, that is, that's true. Uh, but the confrontation in Chinese, their social... Um, psychology the social climate is they avoid confrontation don't they chinese don't like confrontation yep. whereas in the west we kind of stand up for our rights a but, little bit more but
1: like when they see a when they see a foreign person let's not say a white person but when they see a foreign person their attitude and their tone of voice changes but when they speak to a local because i know this because I, you know for me it's being a bbc i have the best of both worlds and i know that they're uh, they're attitude and their tone of voice when they're speaking to a local person it's very authoritative Mm. very authoritative Mm. in that manner so a lot of maybe a lot of foreigners who haven't been in China for too long uh, cannot pick up on those small details whereas Mm. whereas I can pick it up and I'm thinking you guys you know it's like it's it's completely a double standard I think they don't know what to say it's a double standard
2: but would
0: you you get that in in Hong Kong or Singapore or another Asian country yeah, good point. Yep. Very good point. Uh, the gate, that's an interesting one with the yep. security guards. How about, like the other day when we were having dinner, our friend, Chinese friend, Lei, mentioned... My, oh, my, my wife. Your, your wife. <laughs> my friend, your wife. Poor her. Um, <laughs> but we were in there, weren't we, and I'm vegetarian, and we ordered specifically rice without chopped up, what they call chemicalized pink gooey meat um, in it. So it comes out after we've asked, and it's got chopped up chemicalized pink meat in it. So we would say, well, we want to send it back, you know, and, and give us a dish that we asked for. And of course, Lei remarked that if it wasn't for us being there and being foreign, they wouldn't have taken that dish back. Well, it's funny. I, like Christ. Christ. I, was, Christ. Christ. I
2: was going to bring this right, up, up myself. Maybe true. One, there's two points. is the, the confrontation things. The Chinese, if it was Chinese getting the wrong dish, they don't want to argue so much. But what also, I also find funny is, which is kind of appropriate to our Jedi China, is I swear the Chinese waitresses and management use Jedi mind tricks. Because they bring you the wrong dish, and then you <laughs> say to them, Uh, excuse me, I didn't order this. Yes, you did. Yeah. Um, no, I didn't. I, I didn't order this dish. Yes, you did. I oh, no, uh, I ordered this dish here. <laughs> no, you didn't. Oh. Um... Okay, and the Jedi trick mind, mind trick <laughs> yeah. works. And yeah. the Chinese just accept it. Yeah. But that's because of the confrontation thing, whereas a foreigner won't give up. You know, They'll stick up for what they believe to be correct. So they'll yeah. put their foot down and say, look, I know I didn't order this. Also, so please give me the dish I ordered. Also, order. it's a
1: face issue because, okay, if I was Chinese and I was a big boss, a big CEO, um, then their tone totally, would totally change. You know, oh, Mr. Lee, oh, Mr. Lee, I was very sorry about the will be. We we'll change it right away. See, it's it's who you are, so it can be very um, mm.
2: guangxi su- which we subjective or mm, guangxi
1: or uh, yeah, it's like uh, call it two face or double standards. It's like who's in front of you, and then your attitude changes because if it was it was so, if it was some big shot or some uh, big shot from the local municipal council having dinner, would you say the same? Thing to that person as opposed to a normal customer you wouldn't you know oh, yeah. we're very sorry we'll change it right away no problem yeah yeah, good,
0: so, good, good point yeah. Um, the survival other, the other one uh, again refunds uh, just coming up if you go in if you have a problem you buy something from a supermarket and it's broken you take it back to get your money back my Chinese friend said that you know if, if the foreigner's not there it's they, very hard they won't give you the refund you. and if the foreigner comes in and you know again it's communication barrier and something yeah. they'll give you
2: the refund double standards yes double standards again um, jedi mind tricks come into that again because if you try and return something broken and so like, uh, plus china's <laughs> Chi- i, I china's,
1: did do that you did that <laughs> china's developing so uh, there's no uh, regulatory standards to protect the consumer as in the west like in england no problem mm. you know we'll be, we'll be happy to give you a refund whereas a uh, supermarket would say what's wrong with it you know didn't you uh check it before you bought it and they give you all this kind of um, hassle um but that would change
2: I had that in oh, Beijing fishing. when I first came to China and I brought, I think okay. it was some clothing and it like fell apart after a couple of days and I took it back to the, yep. the the place where I bought it and they just flat out refused to exchange it and I didn't understand what the heck was going on because of course in England you buy something and it's faulty, yeah, yeah, yeah. they just change it straight away yeah. so there hey, I am in Beijing, brand new clothing. <laughs> And I can't change it. And that was my first experience with it. But like I said, the, then my Chinese was non existent. Yeah. So I just did the the stubborn foreigner thing and just stood there and said, Timber dong, Timber dong, don't understand, don't understand. Did you get it just back? Give me Chinese. Yeah, they did because they were yeah. annoyed with me. They wanted to deal with other <laughs> <Yeah>. customers. <laughs> you know, it was the, know, the you... persistence. But that's what I'm saying. It's the confrontation thing. The Chinese yeah. will avoid
0: confrontation and will just accept it. Also, like, you know, when you buy something, uh, or you. In a clothes shop, and there's a mark on the clothing. Like in England, if there's something, you know, there's a bit coming out, you can get like a little percentage off, um, like ten percent off. If you, you show it in China, it's the last one on the shelf, but it's got a mark on it and stuff. They like, charge, charge you extra. <laughs> yeah, sure, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. sure. Okay, so I want to flip it quickly. Um, what do Chinese get away with that foreigners don't get away Because it exactly works both ways, and I can figure one. Oh, goodness. Chinese don't walk around down the street in China and get people pointing at them saying, foreigner, foreigner. Yeah, that's one thing that Chinese people don't have to deal with. Another thing. Well, having- if a foreigner walk down the street saying, Chinese, 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 we wouldn't <laughs> get anywhere, would we? <laughs> what about uh, photos? Oh, can I have a photo with you? I mean, I wonder how many Chinese people get that asked when they're in China. Would you take a photo with well, it would be Well, you'd have to reverse it, wouldn't you, if it was
2: a Chinese person abroad and the foreigner were walking up to saying, "Wow, Chinese, take a photo with me. Yeah, so see, that's strange, oh. right? Because if it was in the West, yes. you'd be accused of being racist. Because
1: that's right. right you. There's yes. There's but here, it's... Very different subsets of Chinese, like there's local Chinese, and then if you're a Chinese abroad, uh, if you're a Chinese abroad, they say, living in Australia for 10 years and then they see their own countrymen who just uh, came to... Um, Australia, they say, Oh, look, it's uh, my countryman fresh off the boat.
2: Yeah, Just that's the a boat. great show. Because by the way. When, when
1: they walk in and <laughs> they start spitting and they start bringing their mannerisms, even the local Chinese that have been uh, westernized already, they we say, Oh, look, my fellow countryman he's fresh off the boat. You can tell, look at the way he's walking, look at the, look at the way he's eating.
0: Yeah, now, let's stick... Yeah, interesting point, Jim. <laughs> stick back to the question, because it, it's in yeah. China yeah, um, in we're China talking is. about. Now, I'm just thinking about also what Chinese get away with, you lucky buggers. And another one is they get great deals at the markets. Yeah? That's, That's true. We When know. we first came
2: to Juhai, it was funny, actually. Yeah. The, the, the local here said, um, if you're Western, you pay the most expensive price. If you speak Mandarin... You get a cheaper price. But if you speak the local language we're here, which is, of course, is Guangdonghua, which is Cantonese, you get the cheapest price. So, yeah, yeah yes. very much yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. It's very good.
0: Economics. OK. Like uh, finish this off then. I, I've got a few other things come into my mind that we don't get away with as, as foreigners. Um, but being told you speak Chinese very well. Oh, I need a wash well the You know, you've only said, you've only said ni hao. Yeah. Come on. You know, is that, is that a really genuine comment there you're telling me, yeah. Mr. Tang? It's because uh, foreigners yeah. are still
2: a novelty here. We're still a novelty. We're well, we very much in the minority. Yeah.
0: Well, anyway, um, my friend in, in, uh, in Shanghai, a Chinese lady, she said, if you do the wrong thing, that's wrong. It doesn't matter if you're Chinese Absolutely, or um, foreign Yeah, totally. There must be a limit line, which I thought was quite... Yeah. Now foreigners becoming more bad, she says, crossing the road when the light is red. Like many Chinese, spitting too bad habits. Um, it's time to speak some Chinese. Jingle, jangle, jungwen, people. I wanted to make it real simple. Okay, language time then. I'm thinking, Anthony, today, as we have Mr. Tang from the BBC in, um, who speaks fluent Guangdonghua, as you just said, is the local language where we're based in Zhuhai. Speak some Guangdonghua to us. I got I know absolutely no Guangdong except maybe um, Dose, uh, um Something like that from Ip Man. Um can you give us a, a good phrase maybe for a, a foreigner walking the streets of Guangdong? Um something useful, Jimmy
1: 早晨,今晚去哪裏吃飯? Oh my goodness.
0: So so that one can you say a little bit slower and then I, I, I you say it and then I'll say it
2: is there
0: any in there somewhere? No, <shelf> no,
2: no. Sandi- I'm wondering
0: if we should even say Shall we break that down, Anthony? I don't know we down, can do that I'd like to know perhaps. Mean, uh, Jimmy, one more time Today, Right
1: now, uh, linguist, tell us what that means. It means, good morning, where are we going for dinner tonight? Whoa! But, uh, I try to make it on an emphasis because, especially uh, in Hong Kong and Macau, it's like, it's, like uh, is that it's, a regular, it's almost like an ah uh, at the end. Is that on, a local uh, saying here? Good
2: morning, what are you having for dinner tonight? Yeah, good
1: morning is just a word. Good morning is like, it's almost, not slang, it's almost like, alright, well, how are you
2: doing, you know, or good day. for dinner tonight? But, yeah, good morning. But they usually... Ask that in the morning. You know, Chinese are already
0: planning no, the dinner uh, No, it's we, like a yeah. hi. How, how do how you are say, you? what's that? Hi, how are you? Let's do hi, how are you? I just said, Dosan. good morning. So, Dorsan. So, like, Shang. <laughs> it also comes
1: from the casinos, because in the casinos, you don't say hello in a, in a casino. <laughs> <You> always it's, <laughs> it's always say good morning, because casinos are always dark, Right? there's no windows <laughs> yes, in a casino. So, like when you So, like when you're gaming for 24 hours, you say, oh, good morning, how are you? so, it's so they say good
2: morning whatever time of the day yeah yeah really yeah because you,
1: you, if you say oh good evening uh, is that the time already yeah exactly oh, you want to, to keep people fresh you, you want to keep them, on them, want to to money. them at, you want to keep them at a the
0: table wow now jimmy um marvellous you really do a very good accent as well yeah it's all about like a single you thing, sure quickly as we've got a grand Guangdong fluid speaker here can you tell me how to say May the force be with you in Gwendolyn. <laughs> I don't know. Right. I, I don't know. <laughs> May the force be with you. That's quite unique. That That's quite unique. It's
2: am sorry, Jedi. It
1: it like chi, is, maybe the chi energy. in uh, maybe If you the translate force. it
0: in... May the smile be with you. How if, about that?
1: If you translate it into... I think it it into Chinese. It doesn't get the same effect as the uh, original term May the force be with you. So, give uh, it a go. May the smile be with you. That's a tough one. Uh,
2: they're not smiling
1: Hey, listeners, <laughs> I've got him. I don't know. I've don't know. got him in yeah. a corner
0: with my lightsaber sword. Yes.
1: Made us smile, we review.
0: Okay, yeah. speak some Guangdong Ha quickly and we we'll tell them we're going to move on to the next section now in Guangdong Hua.
1: We'll
0: yeah, it's time for the great joke of Jong Wu. some follow in the Sino way. Okay, so that was marvellous Guangdong Hua, wasn't it there, Jimmy? Uh, sorry, Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you use chopsticks very well. Okay. <laughs> the great joke of John War. Are we ready? I'm going to give you a joke um, that Anthony always says has been translated into English uh, by our, my fine self and um, our fine research team. More to the point. Here we go. Ready? Um, walking through Chinatown, <clears throat> a tourist is fascinated with all the Chinese restaurants Shops, signs, and banners. He turns a corner and sees a building with the sign Hans Olufsen's Laundry. Hans Olufsen, he muses. How the heck does that fit in here? So he walks into the shop and sees an old Chinese gentleman behind the counter. The tourist asks, how did this place get a name like Hans Olufsen's Laundry? Yeah, how did it? The old man answers, "Is name of owner. The tourist asks, well... Who and where is the owner? Me is right here," replies this old man. You? How did you even get a name like Hans Olufsen? Is simple, says the old man. Many many year ago when come to this country, we stand in line at Documentation Centre. Man in front was big blonde Swede. Lady look at him and go, what's your name? He say, Hans Olufsen. Then she look at me and go, what's your name? I say Sem Ting. <laughs> <laughs> just, just ridiculous. It cringe. I oh, cringe oh, when I'm giving my these. Oh, God. Um, cringe when, is there actually a Sem- Chinese name, Sem Ting? No, I don't think so. <laughs> Ting, maybe. Ting. I think someone's having Ting-ting. a Ting Ting. Ting Ting a girl's name, Ting-ting. isn't it? Ting Ting. Yeah. Ting Ting. Ting Tong. Yep. Yeah. Ting Tong. Ting Tong. You like Wang Ting Wang? Tong Ting. Wanting? What are you wanting? <laughs> I think we're being infiltrated here. Management meetings needed afterwards. It's yeah. <laughs> secret. Um, it's time for Jedi Sif of the Week. Oh, we chat, wait, We chat, waiting, We chat, wait, me. Okay, Jedi Sif of the Week, where we give our... Jedi and we give our Sif. Good, bad. Of things that have come into our life in the last week, who's going to start today? We Jimmy, her, or should we let our guest oh, go first d- today? Jimmy, start um, in English, please. Jimmy, start with your Jedi. The only Jedi of the week you come Jedi. in contact with. Jedi of the
1: week, something good,er something yeah. positive. Yeah. Someone,
2: someone you think is.
0: I know there's not much love out, and light to your life
2: or other people's lives. So you can't
0: I'm, say us, by the way, Jimmy. That's not allowed. Yeah, Everyone likes yeah, to say can. that. Well, again. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, I think something good that happened, something good that happened, can be. Well, I, I'm doing an online postgraduate course hey. from a university in England. Okay, right? okay. okay. So uh, I received my uh, first assignment results back, and I got an equivalent to a, a two-one. So, which was not bad, you know, considering. Um, awesome. Considering uh, when you're doing academic work, analytical writing, you know, it's quite difficult when you haven't had practice
2: for uh, many years.
0: I like that. Plug, plug in yourself as a Jedi. So <laughs> you, you, are, you
2: are the Jedi, is that what you're saying? Yeah, yep. Okay, yep. You fair way. enough. Well, I think was, I was, was
0: scorned for that last
2: week. Who's our uh, guest?
0: Um, uh,
2: Anthony. He's allowed. Who's your Jedi? Jedi. The Jedi of the week is my mum, Patricia Benton. Because like I mentioned in a previous podcast, my dad had his uh, knee surgery, knee replacement surgery. My mum's been obviously looking after him. Poor Mr Benton. Cooking for him, helping him hobble around and, you know, give him a shower.
0: You can still cook with no knee, can't you? Um, not that he has well, got not me it's, it's probably
2: uncomfortable to stand for yes me. yeah you're right we've both had of time that. but um, yeah so my mother
0: Pat Patricia Benton well done mum. well done Patsy I'll tell you Good. something Mr. B well done you're going to run out of family members soon on Jedi Sif of the Week I know um, i am to start thinking of something <laughs> my Jedi is also a family member my little son Jasper who's two next week he started um, his school for the lo- first time Uh, last week Uh, he was left all alone it's really horrible having to leave him while he cries but after 10 minutes um, the teachers were sending me photos and he was fine so well done Jasper great good Um, stuff and good stuff um, with that right SIF give me
1: your SIF my SIF of the week it's sports related Uh, the owners uh, the Thai owners of Leicester City oh fantastic yes Leicester City
0: Yes. The sucking of Claudio Ranieri. Yep. Yeah, I totally agree with that. What's happened to modern-day sport, Jimmy? Shocking. Yeah. We've lost our morals. Anthony, good shout. It's a big thing. Oh, sorry. I fell asleep asleep, there. I talked about football. For the past few days in England? Yeah, fair enough. Very siffish of them. Anthony. Okay, I've got a little story. Uh, Sorry, Um. Anthony. No time for (laughs) your story today. Make this very, very quick. Wait a Um...
2: This is uh, really, really quite evil. I think you might be shocked about this, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Upstairs, there's a, a nine-month-year-old baby. Evil little baby. Um <laughs> Every day, in your this new little place. kid is yeah throwing something. Because we're on the ground floor, they're on the second floor. Every day, they throw, he throws something off his balcony. But then he cries because he wants it back. And my, my garden's a little bit overgrown at the moment, so I'm rummaging through the grass every day looking for <laughs> this kid's little thing that you throw on the balcony. So... You, even a little cute baby.
0: What? How old is no, this? No, I'm kidding,
2: I'm kidding. This baby's really cute. He's a really smashing little kid, but he keeps chugging stuff and making me look for it. I think it's his little Sith game to make the foreigner search for his where, where do toys you every to day in my garden. <laughs> what, number's <the measure laughs> your apartment? <laughs> hey, would you
0: get away with that if you were a foreigner?
2: Well, it's funny because the mother keeps coming down and knocking on the front door and saying, My
0: baby wants his toy
2: back. <laughs> <laughs> or does she want something else? Well, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: what, coffee? Sugar, probably dinner. <laughs> can I borrow some soy sauce? <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you learn his Guandong why you can ask what she's eating for the you know evening. Perhaps um, get to know your neighbour a bit. Maybe better. I'll
2: start throwing things up. For her. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, sorry, I dropped it. Up defy, there. defy the laws of physics. <laughs> um,
0: okay, very nice. Uh, so Sif was you. My Sif is the gas boiler man um, who still hasn't fixed the problem with the boiler. We've paid him eight hundred quai. I've had two different minions come round. Each time they come round, they make a load of mess in the boiler and they go home not knowing what to do. So it keeps switching off. So my uh, my Sif my is him. Oh dear. I can't remember his name. We just call him Gas Boiler... Man. Or Wang. Gas <laughs> Boiler <Real> Wang. Wang. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, okay. He's ran off with that 800... Uh, he cer- 800 quid. He certainly Yeah, never for pay for things until they're done. That's mm. one rule in China for sure.
0: Well, it's time for uh, Guess Who. We've got to remember. And so back to this game of guess who. I gave quite a few clues earlier. Would you like? Haven't you, Jimmy? Would you like another clue? By the way, I'm so confident. I would like another clue. Yes. Here we go. Then I've
1: got some names, but uh, I'm not
0: confident with this one. Okay. So this famous person held the offices of general secretary of the Communist Party at some point during this century. Hmm. That's a massive clue. Well, you did say he was born this century. So Let me give you the last one. That would kind of make sense. He it? wasn't born this century. You Didn't you say that? Okay, well... I'm just... Apologies That's on we my behalf, one, 20, uh, ladies and century, yeah. gentlemen and listeners um, of this pod. Anthony seems to have um, hit his... I'm confused my dates. ...lol. <laughs> um, okay, uh, last, last, uh, this is the last extra clue. No more extra clues. He's known as a paramount leader of China... As we said, he's held three of the most important positions together. Communist Party, General Secretary 2002-2012, President 2003-2013, and Commander-in-Chief 2004-2012. Jimmy, Anthony, I need your answer within the next 10 seconds, please. No idea. 2013, okay,
1: so that's a big clue. Thank you very much.
0: Yeah. Go on then. Go, Jimmy. You got it. Hu Jintao. Hu Jintao is Jimmy's uh, answer. Anthony, I think probably that would be the only name that would spring to mind. Yeah, really. sure you don't, sure you don't want to go for of Zedong again? <laughs> Never know, he <you> might have <laughs> come back.
2: You said he's still alive, right? So
0: <laughs> that's Tupac.
2: And I'm still stuck in the 1900s. Right? Said,
1: because for me, paramount there was only for me there was only one paramount leader, and that's Deng Xiaoping. Oh, Jimmy. So when you said paramount at the beginning, I thought, oh, I got it. And then when you carried on.
0: OK, well, let's see if you're Sorry. right, shall we? Yeah. So the um, answer for today's famous uh, Chinese person for the Guess Who game is Hu Jintao. very oh, nice. Well so done, Jimmy. Thank you. Shishe, come together shishe. there. Shishe. There you go, eh? Bananas and apples all in one. Woo. Fantastic. Um, OK, so... Uh, is that three in a row? I think it could be. Yeah, you on a hat-trick. All right. Although I have to say, all of them have been the special guests that's you helped you out, <laughs> ranging from all types of ages. <laughs> um, J- Jimmy, it's been really nice having you on. Thank you for asking our, me on. Yeah, our first um, piece of fruit. Uh, that we've had <laughs> on rope. To the, onto the podcast right on rope. Right. <laughs> good luck with all the um, with the casino and hotel stuff good um, good. with
2: your uh, online degree as well thank, good you. You, mate. thank yeah. you good to see you again yeah absolutely thank
0: you very much so we will finish as always with an original piece of music the last emperor's song um, this band today we're going to be uh, playing music of is Colin Phil's not not Phil Collins um, Anthony before we play Colin Phil's song, again, I've been out into my ear. We need to have a quick plug and a very quick plug. It's plug time. If you enjoy listening to the China Jedi podcast and want to get involved, either by asking a question, expressing your opinion, good or bad, light or dark, or even appearing as a special guest, then get in touch by emailing our team at info at That's info at ChinaJedi.com. <laughs> May the smile be with you. And here we go then, a quick plug. Thank you um, for um, remembering, researcher again. I'm quite terrible at this, aren't I? It's this kind of Sunday morning lull that I also uh, go through. Um, Any plugs um, to plug today around China, around the world, around our local community, please let's go for it. So actually, I'm going to begin with uh, a plug. Um, China Jedi podcast is now officially on iTunes and Stitcher and multiple other platforms you can find us www.ChinaJedi.com and uh, we'd love you to subscribe anyone out there who hasn't or knows someone that may be interested in China um, or coming to move to China anyone around the world who's just interested in listening to two bunch of idiots talk with some special people sometimes please um, subscribe and get us on your computers or your, um, what do you call them? tablets, all that kind of stuff uh, iPods, iPhones, yeah, and reviews, Androids, Anthony. reviews. We've having a few reviews. We'd love it if you could send some reviews in our yeah, email. comment. Uh, let us know yes. if you love
2: or hate us, <laughs> or on, are uh, we your Jedi's or your Siths, or on
0: iTunes, or are you both? Um, yeah. So that's that's my plug of the week. Keep out for that one. Get us on iTunes, China Jedi.
2: My plug is uh, something that Jimmy brought up as an expression,
0: funnily enough, and which is where the
2: name of uh, the book came. From comes from uh, fresh off the boat mm. is a, a book um, but also now a tv show as well which is very funny indeed but the reverse of us in fact so it's about a chinese family living in america so i forget which uh, network tv network channel it is but uh um, nbc
0: nigerian board chinese <laughs> oh, ABC. God. i totally forget <laughs> abc
2: news um but okay. yeah very very funny show watch it fresh, fresh off, off the boat, boat. so
0: series right yeah okay so download that no, <laughs> oh, buy uh, the DVDs. Download <coughs> it. Pay the money. Yeah.
2: Um, Jimmy, any plugs? Okay,
1: my my plug for the week is um, my wife, my beautiful wife Connie mm. Pong. She works in Macau and uh, she is a senior spa manager mm. for the City of Dreams. So she oversees Hard Rock Hotel, Crown Tower Spa. So uh, if anybody opposite is, the Venetian, nice, isn't it? If uh, anybody's in Macau, uh, looking for you know. A great uh, time, relaxing massage. Um, mm. Because she's just been awarded the uh, hotelier of the year award, uh, cool. spa Ooh, yeah. spa manager That's... of the year, which is a very quite prestigious award. Hey Jimmy, why do not you
0: tell me we could have got Connie on, and not you? So uh, yeah, <sighs> it's, it's sponsored by. <laughs>
1: big, it's a big event. It's it's almost like it's like it's the Oscars. Oscars is coming soon, so it's the Oscars... The of, Oscars like, of Body Massage? The hotel mm. industry, yes, and uh, she was awarded uh, Spa Manager of the Year where, for Asia-Pacific Regions. Where, okay, okay. uh, where, where is this again, Jimmy? It's in uh, Crown Towers. Crown Towers, City of, of City of Dreams. Nations, Crown City Towers, Dreams. yeah, Crown Towers and Hard Rock Spa. So, uh, it's it called the Hard Rock Spa, yeah? Hard Rock Spa and Crown Towers Spa, so you can okay. go both, uh, different
2: experiences. Okay. So, uh, yeah... Um, so we'll uh, get up great. the IP pass and go with you sometime then. A China Jay. Jedi press excellent. pass, I think, Anthony, uh, i been next told. Saturday next
0: week, we'll be all um, <laughs> yes, yes. relaxed up for the next podcast. Yeah, Thanks, excellent. Jimmy. <laughs> uh, there you go, yeah. listeners. If you're ever in Macau and you want to go and have a nice spa massage, please check out that place. OK, then back to the last Emperor's song. Finally, this is the last part of this podcast. Colin Phils, they were touring a band we played with oh, at some band. point. Colin Fills, um a very good band. Um, I've never seen so many pedals on stage before. Not the bicycle ones, Anthony. Pedals, not peddlers. Not peddlers. <laughs> There's plenty of those around. <laughs> um, this song is called Moonstar, and it's from their album E.R. Somsa. Um, Colin Phils is Ben Tyner guitar vocals, Karen Hardin vocals, synth, Benjamin Mork, as in Mork and Mindy, perhaps, on drums, John Howland bass, and Greg Househalter on guitar vocals. Moonstar, Colin Phils. This is China Jedi, people. for listening to the China Jedi podcast, shining humor, love and light on Chinese life. May the smile be with you.